Welcome to God's Eternal Purpose Radio Broadcast, brought to you by the Church in Accra as one of the local churches in Ghana. We bring you a life-changing fellowship every Saturday at 8 o'clock to 8.30 a.m. on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. And now, today's message. Welcome to today's broadcast. Our title today is How to be filled as a vessel of glory with the life of God. We will take our time to develop this topic beginning today and in the next message, God willing. In this first part of treating this topic, we shall look at what it is that you should be filled with. What should be the real and true content of your vessel? And again, we want to answer the question, what does it take to produce and to receive the filling? The true and the real things are what must fill us. For example, Jesus says, My peace I give to you, not as the world gives, give I to thee. Fellow listeners, not all peace is true peace. Only Christ is peace. Don't seek after things. They are not the true things. The Bible speaks of the true God, the true riches, and true peace. Seek the person, Christ, first, and you already have all things, all true things. Ephesians 2.14 says, He is our peace. Jeremiah 10.10 says, God is the true God. Luke 12, 21 says, The true riches. There's the peace in the world. And there's also real peace. Real peace is in Christ. John 14, 27. Let us consider the real content that your vessel should be filled with. It is nothing less than the very life of God. The divine eternal life found in the Son of God, Jesus Christ. He is at the very center of our message today. Let us begin together with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, open our eyes and guide us through your Holy Spirit. Show us the real things. Help us to find them and to possess them and to contain them. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, let us read some verses. What are your favorite verses? We will want to read them. What are your most precious verses that you know of? I am sure to get at least 20 top verses if we open the phone lines. Did you say Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd. Did you say Matthew 6, 33? Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. Did you say Ephesians 2, 8 and 9? We are saved by grace through faith. Or do you like Mark 12, 30? Shall love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and shall love your neighbor as yourself. Or did you say Acts 1, 8? You shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit is come upon you. 
And some of us like Matthew 28, 16 to 20. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. What verse are you thinking of? They are all correct, dear friends. Why? Because the scriptures, both in the Old and New Testament, are so extensive and full and applicable to all people, all times, all circumstances, all situations, and all matters. I can even hear someone say, Luke 6.38, Give and it shall be given to you. You are right. The Bible speaks to every matter in this universe. It is complete. Indeed, the psalmist in Psalm 119 and verse 89 says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is established, is settled in the heavens. Fellow listener, let us see if the few verses I have written here match some of yours. I will read them. My first verse is John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that everyone who believes in him will not perish but would have eternal life. Let me give you a second verse. Genesis 1, 26-28 says, And God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28 says, Then God blessed them. God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing, that moves upon the earth. How about the third verse I like very much? Romans 8, 28 to 30. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. Because those whom He foreknew, He also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestinated, these he also called. And those whom he called, these he also justified. And those whom he justified, these he also glorified. I'm sure these are wonderful verses you also like. Anytime I read these verses, I find supporting verses. And you will also have so many supporting verses to these scripture readings. Let's read some more. After you read John 3:16, how about you read John chapter 6 verse 37. It says, "All that the Father gives me will come to me. And him who comes to me, I will by no means cast out." You love that verse? I do too. Let's go to Revelation 4:11. It says, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive the glory and the honor and the power. Listen to this. For you have created all things, and because of your will, they were and were created. Doesn't this match the Genesis 1, 26-28 we read? 
And doesn't the John 6.37 match your John 3.16? Let's look at Ephesians 3.11. It says, According to the eternal purpose which he made in Christ Jesus our Lord. Can you imagine? We read his purpose in Romans 8. Now we are reading it is an eternal purpose and he made it in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let's read some more. Hebrews 2, 10-12 For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and through whom are all things, in leading many sons into glory, to make the author of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which cause is not ashamed to call them brothers. Verse 12 says, saying, I will declare your name to my brothers. In the midst of the church, I will sing hymns of praise to you. What do you think about these verses? Why do you think I selected these verses? Genesis 1, 26-28 Revelations 4, 11, They speak about God's creation. And the purpose of God's creation. God's work of creation is for his will. John 3.16 speaks about our redemption. And opens the door wide for anyone who wills to come. Romans 8 speaks about God's eternal purpose of sonship. It speaks about the new creation. It speaks about God's handiwork, God's masterpiece, God's workmanship, a brand new creation. Isn't this wonderful? God's three great works are found in these verses. We have creation, we have redemption, and we have God's will or God's eternal purpose, which is sonship. This is altogether good news. When you add these three, creation, redemption, and God's eternal purpose, His will, His sonship, we get glory. I'm sure many of these verses in the Bible will go along with many of these headings that we have mentioned. Now, Let's come to consider the verses we are reading today. Let's pick only one verse to look at today. But let's go back a little. Do you remember that our first message was titled, Man's Goal, the Glory of God? And our second message was titled, Man, the Vessel of God's Glory? Today's message is titled, How to be filled with the life of God as the vessel of glory. Today we are going to learn how we can be filled with the life of the glory of God. We will need to introduce this topic gradually. Let us begin by reading again this wonderful and very popularly loved verse in the Bible, John 3.16. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that everyone who believes in him would not perish, but would have eternal life. 
What a verse. Let us look at it closely. Here in this verse is a wonderful revelation. Three persons are revealed. We first see a giver who is God. Then we see a gift. It's a person who is the only begotten Son of God. Then we see a receiver who is man. God, our Creator God, is here. The only begotten Son of God is here. And man, created originally in God's image, but who became fallen and part of the world due to sin, is here. God's image-bearing, created and fallen man, needing redemption, is here. Did you see it? There are three persons here. Your Creator God, His only begotten Son, and you are also here. This verse is composed with three important stakeholders, and you are one. Let's look at the first person. In this universe, God is the first and the ultimate and the greatest giver. He is the source of every good gift. He is a giving God. His love makes him a generous giver. He gives beyond our imagination. In Romans chapter 8, 31-32, it says that if he gave us his only begotten son, we human beings can receive anything and everything else without limitation from him. What then shall we say to these things in this verse? 31 of Romans 8. If God is for us, who can be against us? Verse 32 says, Indeed, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him, oh, my dear friend, with him, freely give us all things? God is a great giver. He gives beyond our capacity to receive. He is a giving and a filling God. On his way to pour himself out, to give all that he has, and to fill all of creation. The infinite God overwhelms creation by giving all and filling all unto fullness. He's on his way to fill man and to fill all things and to become all in all in his fullness. Ephesians 1.23 says, He fills all in all. Ephesians 4.10 says, He fills all things. And 1 Corinthians 15.28 says that, that he might fill all, he might be all in all. Our God is a giving and filling God. The wonder of this all is that he gives himself, his very person, his divine person, God, to us, even before he gives us things. Dear friend, God is giving himself to you even before he gives you things. What a fact. The living, uncreated person, eternal, divine person, is giving himself to you before he gives you all the created things. We need to see afresh a giving God. Let us go on to see more about the second person, the gift. 
It is the gift of a living person, the Son of God, the living God himself. Remember Peter was saying, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. 2 Corinthians 9.15 says, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, is the unspeakable gift of God. He is the indescribable, precious, free gift of life, eternal divine life, a unique gift of God in the whole universe. Do you know this much about this gift? Many people talk and fight for free will, human rights, freedom, liberty, freedom of choice, and rightly so. But have you ever heard of the bountiful free gift of God? Yes, you've heard about free will. Have you heard about the free gift of God, which is eternal life? In the Amplified Version, Romans 6, 23, reads that but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Once upon a time, you missed this free gift. Now you have the opportunity to gain this free gift. Have you ever heard of paradise lost and paradise regained? Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the free gift of God. The Bible is announcing this free gift. He who has the Son has the life. The result of this gift, believing in Him, is eternal life. The third person we read of in John 3.16 is created and fallen man. That is me. And that is all of us. That is the whole world. And the invitation is to all of us. This man, the whoever, the everyone, is a specially created person. The Bible says that we're made in the image of God. But there is more to it than that. Man is a receiver. Man is a unique receiver. He was made with an ability to contain. He's a unique receiver made in the image of God. That means that his intended purpose is to receive the object in whose image he was created. Just as a glove is made to contain a hand as its content, and a shoe is made to contain your foot as its content, let's ask, why was man made? He was made to contain God as his content and life. You are a container, dear friend. Dear listener, you are a vessel to contain God. Let us look together at this wonderful verse in Romans 9, 21 and 23. It reads, Or does not the potter have authority over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? Dear friend, you are a vessel unto honor. Look at verse 23. It says, in order that he might make known the riches of his glory upon vessels of mercy, which he had before prepared unto glory. Dear friend, you are a vessel of mercy. All of us are vessels of mercy. All of us are vessels of honor for God. God purpose that you are ready a vessel of honor 
for God to redeem you from the fall of sin and Satan. You are a vessel of mercy. This is good news. Do you know this? He prepared you before you were born to be for glory. Do you realize now that it's all about glory, glory, glory? The glory of God and the glory of the children of God. God will be merciful and as God will be manifested. God will be expressed and God will be exhibited in you. What a privilege, a beauty, an honor, a distinction in your purpose and life. Now we come to the matter of being filled. God gives and sends his son and he comes to us and we receive him. This is John 1, 12. We receive him, as many as received him. He was in eternity the word of God. In him was the eternal life. He came to us in human form. He came to us and some received him. Today, I want to encourage you to receive him. Those who received him became children of God and they have his eternal life. God is giving. The gift is his son, Jesus Christ. And we are responding by receiving him. Today, the Lord, after his death and resurrection and ascension, he is now the spirit. He is in the spirit form and he can be received. God is giving. God is a giver. You are a receiver and you should receive. John 20, 23, he breathed upon them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. In Colossians 2, 6, it says, As you have therefore received him, Christ is receivable. By inviting him into our heart, by faith we receive him. He comes to be in us. Christ becomes now our life and content. If you have received him, he is now in you. He is within you, living in you. A person lives in you. Colossians 1.27 says, Christ lives in you. Colossians 3.4 says, Christ is your life. Romans 8.9-11 says, Christ is in you. The Spirit of Christ is in you. The Spirit of God is in you. All together, God lives in you. I want to invite you, dear friend. The feeling starts by your receiving Christ. Ask him to come into you. When he comes into you, the feeling has started. God is a giver. Jesus Christ is the gift. You are a receiver. God has given his son. You must receive him. I bring you God's word and ask that you open your heart to receive him. If you receive him, he will come into you. He will become your life. What will be the result of his filling you? You'll be filled every day. And the goal is the fullness of God, which is glory. The filling will result in your knowing God and your knowing his will. And then you can walk worthily of God and you can please him in all things. You have power in your Christian life to live for God's glory. We shall try and complete this fellowship next time with God's help. But dear friend, before we part, 
Let me tell you, to know God is the greatest experience on earth. Jeremiah 23 and 24 says the greatest thing is to know God. Do you know God? Come to know him now. Do you know your maker? Eternal life will make you know him. John 17 3 says that they might know him who is true. This is eternal life. 1 John 5 20 says that they might know him who is true. And this is true eternal life. When you know him, you can relate to him. And you can understand God and you can walk with him. Dear friend, you have heard the word of God. I would like to pray with you. Let us pray. Please say after me, Lord Jesus, I receive you the gift of God. Come into me. Forgive me all my sins. Cleanse me. I want to be filled from today. I respond to you. I receive you the gift of God. Father, cause me to become your child through the eternal life in your son Jesus. I receive your gift. I believe in him. I thank you for him. Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Dear friend, you have received God's gift. You are now his child. He has also received you. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. He's your father. You are his child. God bless you. The Lord bless you. Thank you for hearing us. We'll see you again next week. My name is Brother Andy Adeakwa. Thank you for receiving us into your home. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to God's Eternal Purpose Radio Broadcast, brought to you by the Church in Accra as one of the local churches in Ghana. Fellowship with the Church in Accra by joining our virtual Bible study meeting links and fellowships on Sundays, 9.30 to 12 o'clock p.m., Wednesdays at 6.30 to 8 o'clock p.m., and Fridays, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. You may contact us for further fellowship and joining links by calling us on 0200-117-222 or 0274-433-100 or 0246-962607. The numbers again are 0200 222 or 0274 or 0246 You can send any questions by WhatsApping us on the same numbers. Check us up on the various social media platforms including podcasts by searching God's Eternal Purpose Broadcast. The local churches, living for Christ and the church till his kingdom come.